Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yo, what's up, sports fans? Welcome to some Untapped Cake Sports. I am one of the dudes, RJ Zimmerman. I'm here with my good friend, Monte Ball. Looking very uh, smart there, guy. Uh, How you doing? On, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I picked these up at, uh, they're, they're, they're very, very expensive. So, you know, I think they're straight, flown straight from Milan, Italy. You guys oh, know. That makes got, sense. Got these at Target. You know, Target for ten bucks. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say that you probably got them from France while you're watching your French team barely squeak into the round of sixteen and <laughs> the Euros. How's Italy doing? What's Italy ranked? No, no, I have not been watching a lot of soccer. Mm. I've been actually watching more basketball than I think I've ever watched. I'm not gonna lie, this is the in most fun NBA playoffs, like in my life since like since the <laughs> Oklahoma City yeah. Thunder Miami Heat finals when it was hard i mean i've been i've watched a few portugal games i, I was watching a good old cristiano <laughs> yeah i mean he 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 as we all know he's a goat i have been seeing some highlights of highlights of his but i've i've been tuning in here and there to salt to excuse me to soccer but i've really been on bad i've actually been watching about three fourths of a game sometimes 3.5 fourths of a game three and a half <laughs> three point this five is the most yeah, yeah, yeah. Three point five fourths. <laughs> you know what they say. You know what they say. You know what they say, man. Four or five fourths of Americans are bad at fractions. I don't get the joke. There is a joke. Five in there. fourths of Americans are bad at fractions. Five so about. <laughs> I mean, I get. I mean, I understand the the, but. I don't like the joke. I was told there'd be no math. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the, the staleness in the joke. But anyways, let's go ahead and get to it, man. Um, let's talk about the good. Let's talk about the good first. It's well, exciting. Obviously, the Bucks, obviously, they made it past the Nets. Obviously, they did. They did. And I watched that fourth quarter. I watched it overtime. Fourth quarter, they're playing well. They're finishing this game. And I'm like, no, they're not going to do the Wisconsin sports fan thing to me where I get my hopes up and then they lose by a buzzer beater. This is not going to happen. They it have almost an, happened. They have an inbounds pass. Brooke Lopez, one thing you can't do, seven seconds left in the game, one second left on the shot clock. He redeemed himself, though. Really, 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 really bad play design on this inbounds. I want to. I want to put that out there. That play design on the inbounds, not it's not a good play that they ran. Brooke Lopez gets the ball and looks to pass with one second on the shot clock. Did you see who was he passing it to? Middleton, I think it was. No, it was Holiday. He was looking for Drew. Uh, Holiday. Holiday. Did you see what Holiday did too after the shot clock went out? He like pointed at it. Yeah. Like, Where are you? How do you yeah. not? We just had a timeout. It was a timeout, right? Yeah. I think coming out of part- a timeout. We just talked about it for 30 seconds, the shot clock. <laughs> but he redeemed himself, though. Lopez redeemed himself. I think well, it was two seconds after that. I think it he was a steal, I think, or, so, or uh, It was in overtime he redeemed himself. That's right. That's right. Yep. Because in the next possession, KD, toe on the line, ties it up. And I he wanted to knew, talk about that. He knew, too, that, uh, yo, what's up, Dr. Witch Doctor, we appreciate the raid. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you, Witch Doctor. Really appreciate it. KD knew that he had nothing in the tank for overtime, so he wanted that three. Got lucky. Here's what I want to tell people right now. Did you have a good stream there, Doc? Sorry. No, no, you're good, man. You're good. Uh, No worries. Oh, yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, When I watched that, this is exactly what I said to myself. So, again, to those who, who may not have saw it, so Katie, Kevin Durant, um, obviously an amazing shooter, one of the greatest scorers in all basketball in history, was taking his, his usual three-point fade, um, but his toe was on the line. So it, it was it was evident that it was a two-pointer. As soon as the but, ball went up, you knew it was a yeah, two-pointer because exactly. it, it was that far over the line. It's not like it was a yep. little bit. 
an inch though. An inch is far over the line, but and that really that's the epitome of a game of inches. That's I told people that's going to be the clip in the clinic when they talk about when we talk about this game in a game of inches, a game of inches, they're gonna show that play. I'm telling you, obviously with many other plays, but they're gonna show that play. If he was an inch back, he makes that shot. Different ball game. Game. Obviously. That's game over. There's no time left. There was what oh, was there point was seven point right. three. Yeah, that's game. That's right. Different ball game. That's that's game. You guys are going home. Yeah, game and of inches. That's- I, I was like, oh, and then they started overtime. The Bucks looked bad, but uh, they closed it out. Giannis made a really tough bucket, hits the free throw, uh, ties it up, and then the Bucks just didn't look back. The next time down, Lopez has a block, a big block right to a guy, and then the well, Bucks never they Katie never looked was, back. Katie was. Had nothing in Gassed. the tank. I think he he played fifty two minutes prior to prior to overtime. He played the entire game, yeah. Fifty two minutes prior to overtime, so he played fifty seven minutes. Yep. Can you imagine running for sixty minutes? No, like, I can't. Even, I don't. I don't not, run. So why would I ever do that? So people will say, and, and, and it's right. And football is different. It's a completely different conditioning. Football, it's a six second burst. You got a 30 second, 40 second, uh, or yeah, uh, you know, a little gap in time. To, um, call the play, whatever, all that bull crap. Basketball, those sequences can go on for 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 20 seconds, where you're just going back and forth, up and down the court. And if you go up and down that court three to four times to five times, you're going to feel that next quarter, the quarter after mm-hmm. that. That starts compounding. And obviously, knowing KD, he he gives it his all. So after he, he missed – He had nothing. Yeah. Once the Bucks won, obviously, I give all credit to Bucks, But I still was just like, that is a wonderful performance. That was a like gutty he, effort. It was a gutty <laughs> effort. He balled out. Yeah. like. Yeah, uh, the guts, the Bucks though. I have to give them credit. They finished that game out, except for that play by Lopez. They they, they hit their free throws. They ran sets. They weren't getting overwhelmed. Like it looked good, and I was excited that they finished that out. It felt like they got a monkey off their back. Like mm-hmm. they're gonna be able to, uh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be able to uh, learn from this and maybe take the next step as a team. And yeah, let's talk about game one. Let's talk about game yeah. One. In order for the, they're gonna they're gonna get past the Hawks. Now that they didn't even look worried after the game either, which I, I liked seeing. They that. played poor the entire game. It's not they like did. they they had a quarter where they were really. And Trey Young running. put up forty nine or fifty, so he was forty eight. He did yeah. his he did this thing, and I, they're gonna they're gonna get past the Hawks. I think if they're capable of making it past the Nets, they can get past the Hawks. You you neutralize young you'll be just fine um Giannis seemed to be see you can tell he's been working on his free throws i mean yeah i i, I did not think he was going to make that the first one um that late in the game um i was like okay now what does he do does he does he does he miss the second one purposely miss it or does he make it i, I tell you what what they need to focus on is it seems like to me when i watch the bucks play when a certain play doesn't work they kind of get stuck and they'll just pass it and then they'll kind of just stand there and they'll maybe just like shoot the three, go to hero ball, or they'll just pass it and turn it over. I feel like they need to work more on transitioning from a broken down play to free ball. Ah, in a sense. Okay. You're it, talking, <laughs> he, they need to practice the Aaron Rodgers. The play breaks down, you know, everybody run to the <laughs> end zone, you know, everybody run to the basket, whatever. Well, like, Funny you bring that up because that's what that is what we actually did. So uh, when I was in Denver, what we would do is obviously you know you're running routes and stuff, and the quarterback has to scramble. Now you already know Peyton made sure we knew if you're in the flat, you stay in the flat. You just position. You just like you just stand there and face the quarterback. Yeah. If you're mid level, meaning if you're about 15 yards down, you have that zone. If you're obviously deeper than that, you have that zone and you go towards the side of the quarterback. So great point. I think the Bucks need to do that. Work on if the play breaks down, okay, boom. Now we all know what to do. I'm, I'm expecting backside to, to the you basket. Be there. You fade to the corner. You come yeah. up, set a pick. You, you know, go. It's like, yeah, bro. Exactly. 
And again, you're still playing that free ball, free basketball, but you still have a sense of where they're going to, where your teammates are going to be. Okay, boom, that play didn't work. Okay, I know Lopez is going to be over there. I know Middleton's going to be over there. I know Holiday's going to be somewhere down there working probably the baseline or what have you, something. Giannis, point, or not point, probably behind the arc, probably up uh, the free throw line, what have you. Do something rather than just trying to chuck it up and, and make the three. But let's go back to the last game, man. Holiday's three. Holiday's three, the one he made. He kind of shot himself out of the funk. That's oh, you're, you're talking the Nets game? Yeah, I'm talking okay. the game before. Yeah, yep. yeah. Holiday, Holiday had an atrocious <laughs> game up until that point. And then he hits he that three, and it was like a different player. I mean, he, he showed up. Big play, <laughs> big player, making big plays and big moments. And we talk about it all the time. I like and if you're going to be that player, you got to do it. And he did it. Right. And that's what the Bucks have been missing. Like, And Middleton finished, too. Like, Middleton looked really good in that fourth quarter, too. Yeah. Like, Giannis looked like he wasn't quite sure. Like, we talked about he he hasn't been playing basketball for that long, so he doesn't have the um, composure, composure yet. Yeah, the composure. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets a little uh, – I'm you know, he just gets a little too wound up. He needs somebody to settle him down. So when Giannis and Drew started hitting those shots, you could see Giannis kind of settled down a little bit, and that helped. And then they did play good defense at the end, too, on KD. KD's had tough shots, tough shots. Uh, Harden banks in a three. Like Everybody's talking like that's a great shot. That's a terrible (laughs) shot. He banked it in. He had no idea where the ball was going. Like That's – Listen, that's what I'm saying, man. You, you, they should have obviously, they shouldn't have even been to a game seven. The Bucks shouldn't, but obviously they did against the Nets. Yeah. And my thing is this: you beat the Nets at Brooklyn. That's that's a hostile environment. It, it's the fans are right there on your backs. The low ceiling. It seems like it's loud. It's, and I mean, you're in New York, so just traveling there alone is exhausting. Kudos to them for doing that. So that's why now going to. Game one, they did lose, but I think they're going to be fine. I think you will get your bucks in the finals, which is going to be crazy. <laughs> now, I need, you, I need you to look in my eyes. I <laughs> yeah, am yeah. not believing. I'm not believing, and I will not believe until it happens. That's the Wisconsin sports fans. Do not count your chickens before they hatch. That is true. Now, my question to you, RJ, is, is it going to be the sons of the Clippers? Suns are it's up the two Suns. Zero, it's the Suns. Listen, I got some people. I got some dude, people thinking Clippers. Listen, the Clips. <laughs> the Clips have been down 2-0 in both series and come back and won. Um, so you never know. But the Suns, they just they look like they're on another level. They're playing team ball. That's the big thing. They're playing team ball. Everybody knows their role. They're like the Hawks right now, where everybody knows their role and they're not trying to do too much. And to me, and that's, that's sometimes that feels like PJ Tucker steps outside of his yeah. role with the Bucks, where he's got the Dennis Rodman role, defense and rebounding. And yeah, see, I'm not a fan. I'm sorry, he kind of – but he just kind of – sometimes it feels like on offense he tries to force things to happen, and uh, yeah. that's that's okay. Sometimes you have to, but it just – sometimes it, it slows him down. Um, All right, sl- thank slows you him down a little bit. So. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Doc. You have a good night. Take care of your friend. I hear you, man. I hear you about PJ Tucker. The thing with me about PJ Tucker is I was watching him very closely game seven because he was losing his composure. He was getting very upset. Very, very upset. And I was like, Are they gonna tee him up? Well because he was screaming at the rest. I was like It's because he fouled out too. I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, they could tee him up. Uh, like it was like two fouls prior to him falling out and then Saying, hey, I think he was complaining that they were holding. Well, Blake Griffin was messing with them. <laughs> Can we talk about this James Harden foul thing? How have refs not figured this out? And it it's get what gets me going with James Harden the most. He goes up to shoot, but he grabs the defender's arm and pulls it into him, and then he shoots, and you could tell that he grabbed the arm. And the refs, the refs call it every time against the defender. And it's like, how can you not see him hook? That arm and pull it in. It's and he does it close, so he does. It's beautiful, but I it just it annoys me so much. It is annoying. See it. It's so it. But it's beautiful. Good on him. Like that's that's old man (laughs) at the Y ball. You know, you're you're gonna draw that foul and you know draw the contact, maybe make the shot. But 
You got to. That's what I'm saying. I love it's it's very annoying and I would hate to play against it. But that's that's a vet move. That's people who I'm going to you can play as sound as you want. But I I know I know the tricks to get to get the calls. Um, Yeah. Not necessarily. I mean, I'm not a fan of the whole flop, but I like the I'm going to pull you in for that contact. and, and, And maybe we get the call. Maybe we don't. But I'm gonna make sure the ref sees that you're that there is some contact. That's that's part of the game of that's part of the game of basketball. It really is. It really is. Not again. Not much, so much of the, the flop, but you you got to act a little. Got to act a, a little. That's a lot, though. That's what I'm saying. And he does yeah. it every uh, game, yeah. and he gets the call like ten times a game, and it's just like right. what. <laughs> That's Are true. you kidding I mean, me? I, and it it doesn't look convincing either. Sometimes, and he still gets to call it. It is I mean, what it is. So, so we got Bucks tomorrow, uh, game two in Milwaukee. It's gonna be an exciting game. It's gonna be pretty cool. There's a player I want to chat with about. Chat with you about the 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 this 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 young man loves to be the villain. I freaking love it. You already know who I'm talking about. Come on, loves to be the Trey Young man. This dude loves to be the villain. He is. He's loving it right now. He is loving. Life. I again, I can't give him too much credit. He 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 needs to build up a resume. But this young man is playing some really good basketball. He, but um. <laughs> like he needs to build up a resume. But he is embracing this to another he level. Really is. And that's <laughs> it is. It you know it's not fun. That last game wasn't fun <laughs> for me. But it was fun to watch before this that he kept putting those points up. So you know who he reminds me of? AI. Okay, I can. God dang it, I can see that. That's a good one. That's a good take. I'll have to admit it. I'll have to admit. It. I'm kind of upset that I because even though that. even though even <laughs> though he scores, you know the 48, he gets his assists, he gets his dimes, and uh, he loves, he loves the the hostile environment. He eggs mm-hmm. it on, and that's very that, AI like. That video of him against the Knicks. Sitting there about to inball or about to um, inbound the ball, and he's just looking over at them, and they're all just screaming. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Those are the moments that former players miss. It's it's it is those hostile environments. Playing in Iowa City, loved it. Playing in Ohio State, loved it. Playing, I loved playing in away games more than home because it's just so sick. And then Trey Young, just that bow that he gave them, I was like, oh. <laughs> So sick, Lion. Love why me. you got to bring that up? Why you got? First off, hey, I I love to see you, Lion. It's been it's been a little while, but why, why you got to jinx it? Why you got to jinx it? <laughs> Lion says uh, AI stopped the Bucks from going to the finals. Yeah, and I can see it. <laughs> yeah, it's very very true. I wouldn't say it. I don't I mean, know. I don't know if Trey Young can carry a team like AI carried that team. We'll no. see. Not a, like against a team like the Bucks, like. They beat the the Knicks, an you upstart an upstart Knicks team, and um, a Sixers team that just went in the tank. Like the, exactly. the Sixers are a good team, but they went in the tank in that fourth quarter. Uh, like, <laughs> the Hawks, yeah, I hear you. The Hawks shouldn't be this far. Well, they shouldn't. <laughs> I, uh, so here's here's my question: the, the last podcast before we move on. The last podcast we talked about how uh, the Bucks need to move on from the coach. Um, right. Do you still think they need to move on from the coach? I think so. When we talk about sports, I think I think the coach can put the players in the right position to save the coach's ass, and sometimes I think the players can outperform the coach's play calling if in a sense maybe take it into their own hands to save the coach's ass. Hold on. Do you hear that? What I just heard a, a coach B. Coach Bilama. Coach Bilama's <laughs> calling. So for this instance, I choose the latter saying I think they keep the Bucks because the Bucks players saved saved his ass by winning game seven. I think if they would have lost he would have been in some trouble. So I think that they did a good job of rallying around a coach that was rattled. Yeah. He, and, 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 and saved he him. Was 
he yeah. was red. I'm not gonna dude. lie. He was he was rattled <laughs> last night again. Like that's the thing. That's what gets and that me. Doesn't, yeah, that doesn't help Giannis either, especially a young player. All An immature going. player still. And I, mm-hmm. I don't mean that like I'm not saying that in um a derogatory right. way. I'm saying right. that like Giannis Giannis is twenty six. 25, so 26. Yeah. Dude's only played basketball for like 10 years. Like That's unreal. <laughs> dude is still learning how to play this game. Um, and he's playing it at the highest level. So he's still getting better shooting. Like two years ago, who would have known he was he'd be this good at three pointers? His right. free throws, like from the last series to this one. Let's see yeah, how well, let's see how game two goes. But game one yeah. was improved. Like, dude, it works. Right. He puts in the work. Yeah. I would love to see him take less three pointers, more mid range, more fifteen footers. So you want to see him uh, go to that MJ tape from like ninety seven, ninety eight? I do. If if Giannis can work the penetrate but pull up, quick pull up like KD, quick pull up, sure, boom, one dribble and like bow, one dribble and pull up. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, it's. His don't get me wrong. His his mid game is already decent. He's really good at the fifteen foot range. Yeah, but if he but, gets that, but that pull up is a different type of game, though, right? Because everybody knows his moves is mm-hmm. his head down drive. Well, if he develops that boom and pull up, that separation so most, is going. to Most people <laughs> think like when he spins, he's going inside. But if he spun and faded away, and he starts hitting that, you can't contest it. That's Dirk Nowitzki. You can't contest it. That's that, that's that's Dirk right there. That's that high point shot with his height. You can't. It's uncontested every time, hmm. even if there's a player there. <laughs> That's Dirk's move, and it's unstoppable. If you if you if you nail that, it's unstoppable. Hmm. Yeah, that's what. That's well. I'm just thinking like how uns- like we would have another move like the uh, Alajuan shot, like you know the Patrick Ewing shot. Like uh, the Abdul Jabbar yeah. hook, right? <laughs> like, uh, there's so many players that had these shots that you couldn't guard. Well, uh, you know, if Giannis has that, he'd be that would be you know the Giannis shot oh, almost like the moves. Out. He'd be lights out. He'd be lights out. He'd be lights out because right It'd be now, as I like said, when Jordan lost a little bit of explosiveness and he developed a post game. Listen. That's what I love about that's that's the really cool things about it. You, you really can see these players adapt and develop. That, and I'm telling you, if if Giannis can, like Kobe, Kobe was a terrible shooter. Wait, wait what? Kobe was a terrible shooter at the beginning of his career. Oh, okay. Yeah, you you had to <laughs> you had to add to that. We we're but, talking about yeah, them adapting and getting better. True, true. Touche, touche. Yeah, and then. I said that Kobe started to really connect with that fadeaway, and they couldn't stop it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't stop it. If Giannis can develop his mid-range game more, his shot is fine. But if he can become more agile with his dribble, and again, I, I'm, this is a lot. He's a, he's a taller player. He's lanky. I don't know. I, I don't know if he'd be able to be more agile with with a dribble just because of his body type, right? Like nice. yeah. even KD's I'm, not that ad- agile and Dirk was definitely not in it. No, right. nobody would ever confuse Dirk Nowitzki for an agile player. <laughs> right. But I, again, I'm, I'm talking about that. Right. Like I said, earlier, that one dribble. Yeah. You know, I'm taking you to the whole, Oh wait, balls already above your head. Yeah. And, and I'm draining it. So he'll get that separation. He could be very lethal or if you, <laughs> or I'm going to blow right past you. Yeah, and so it's 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 going to be exciting for him. He's got he's going to be a he's, the sky's yeah. been the limit forever for him, and <laughs> yeah. it's still it still is it still he's is the 20, limit. 25, 20, Come on, <laughs> guy can play for ten more years. Yeah, and he's yeah ten more years for sure. I mean, it's exciting. So game two tomorrow against the Hawks again. I don't think you guys are going to have a problem against the Hawks. At all, you knock on wood. Knock on true, wood right but, now. Yeah, true, but come on, the Hawks are. Trey Young is going to get tired. That's just how it is. He's just going to get tired. I think it's yeah. 
I don't he, think he's he might. Run. He may not. He might be an AI. He might be an AI oh. that never gets tired. They can run for years and just never get tired. Stop. Giannis right. is 26. 26. Yeah. I mean. You know, he might have been in the gym with Coach Carter all summer, and he's just better conditioned than everybody else. Tying it into last week's podcast. And Coach Chris says there. hello. Coach Indeed. Chris says hello. Mm-hmm. I said <laughs> it. I was talking to him all day tonight or all tonight chatting with him. Um, Name drop. Same old, same old Coach Chris. Awesome. Love the man. Most down-to-earth person, uh, one of the most down-to-earth person. I think the second person or the first person would be James White, Coach Chris as, as, as well. <laughs> the money and the fame just does not change him. That's just such an awesome thing to see. Yeah. That's, but, that's yeah. cool. That is cool. He says, he says hello to the fam. So, um, But so what's up? So we soccer, of course. Um, the Euro, did, the Euro Cup. Let's the Euro. Indeed. You don't want to talk so how, about American soccer because you how's don't it, like how is Italy doing? Christian Pulisic. How Listen, is Italy doing? Italy has not won by less than two goals yet. And by that, I mean they haven't even conceded a goal. Well, you guys played, what, Wales? Well, Turkey? You can only beat who's put in front of you, yeah, and they're beating yeah, the bricks yeah. off of people. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I did see Portugal... This might have been. This was two games. Uh, this was one game ago, not this last game, but the game before. So two games ago, that own goal they got smacked against, Ger- against Germany. They got smacked. <laughs> I was talking to my good friend, and he's a die-hard Cristiano Ronaldo fan, and he was just a swearing and going off. And I didn't I think like, Portugal was going to make it through. I don't. I still don't understand how they made it through, but they did. Portugal just never seems to get it done like Argentina. When you look at these yes. Lionel Messi's and these Cristiano, this Cristiano Ronaldo, I feel so like... bad for Messi because <laughs> Argentina, their soccer team is not much better than the U.S. Except they have Lionel yeah. Messi. <laughs> That's it. Right. The best player maybe ever yeah. to play. You know, he probably loves it but hates it. Loves obviously representing his country, but then. Just knows that they're never going to be able to make it. Um, same for Ronaldo. Same for Ronaldo with Portugal. It's hard to play those English teams, though. It, it's hard. It's hard to play those English teams. They know how to play. They know how to play. They're physical. That's what I've noticed. Like they're so much more physical yeah. than most of the other. Uh, like Germany and Italy, I would say, are pretty physical. But those Germany, for sure. those uh, like Great Britain teams, they are a lot more physical. That goes. That dates all the way back to Rooney. Dates all the way back to even Beckham. I mean, that Those goes players, back to like the sixties and fifties. Even further, right, right. But I, I remember Rooney. I don't know how many freaking bloody noses that dude had. That thing, Wayne Rooney. That love it, man. Love it. But what else we got? We obviously got. Well, how's Rogers France doing? Walker. You're what? You're burying the lead here. How's France I, doing? I, I buried it like like a mug too. I actually do not know. I did not catch the last game, and I apologize again. I've been They're, really, really on yeah. the whole. Why are you? In, why are you busy? We probably should have started with this. Why have you been right? so busy? I've been so busy. Obviously, my book came, the lead. All right, my book came out on Monday. Nowhere wait, to wait, run. Wait, you're what? My book. My book came out. Nowhere to run. Discovering your true self in the midst of an addiction. You guys can check that out on Amazon. Please go to my website or or. You can wait to get a copy, a signed copy for myself, but monteball.com. Very easy. Um, but yeah, busy with that. Just I just scheduled right now, just locked in a date for my first book signing. Um, been hectic times, but in a good way. Um, and then obviously trying to catch this basketball, trying to catch soccer, um, try to keep up with my leagues in the show. <laughs> so it's 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 been it's been it's been interesting. How are those brewers doing, by the way? Um, what's it mean when, like, <laughs> there's a line and there's a team name and then there's, like, five teams below it? What does that mean? All right. All right. Is that good? First? Is that good? You guys, have, you guys are in first right now? Did they break nice. it? Nice. Let me see. Let me see this. Dude, I've been I, – I, I think I've <sighs> rebirthed my love for the game of basketball. Yeah. Watch, watch. I, I understand. Uh, Lion wants to know where the book signing is. 
um lion before i say anything um uh i'm not gonna announce yet but it's gonna be a medicine um so i just got confirmation an hour ago that the date and time works so i'm not, before I'm not I st- gonna announce yet but it's in medicine yeah yeah i'm not gonna say the location i want to just <laughs> want to make sure that it's really so sure, like sure. it's really there before i say anything but it's uh july 31st is the date um i want to give people enough time to get it giving people enough time to read it um yeah so i will though for sure line for sure once i get another second confirmation that we're good to go um yeah the 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 world will for sure know Uh, but i do appreciate you asking man Let's check these brewers out, though. And oh, wait, wait, wait! No, you said France first. Let's. You said France first, and I'll be honest. Oh, France got through to the round of sixteen. I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay, good, good, good. I'll be able to catch that then. Let me see their schedule. Um, so <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's so funny? <laughs> Do you want to know uh, where the Cardinals are? Where are we, dude? Five and a half games back. Uh, well, we have we're not midway yet. All Star is j- next month, the fourth, the the eleventh, I think, twelfth or whatever. So, what? They're fourth. We're fourth. That's bad. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, That's they bad. have not been playing well. <laughs> I know that. Uh, they're getting their butts whipped by the Pirates, who are in fifth right now. Um, That's bad. That's bad. France doesn't play till the twenty eighth. That's so. Cool. I got time. You know, one thing that uh, about baseball right now, yeah, the NL West is really, really good. The NL West is unbelievably good. So I thought that there would be one wild card team coming out of the Central. So I thought like yeah, yeah. the Brewers and Cardinals could possibly make it. I didn't expect the Cubs to be as good as they are. I can't believe the Cubs are kind of coming together. Um, yeah. No, you're either winning the division this year in the Central or you're going home. And uh, well, the, two, the two wild card teams are coming out of the West for sure. It's probably going to be the Giants and the Padres or maybe the oh, Dodgers. Uh, I wouldn't say it's super early, but we still got the second half. We still have a second half. But you got Dodgers? The Dodgers are probably going to win the NL West because they're the best, hands down, the best roster in the NL West. Uh, I shouldn't say hands down because the Padres have a really, really good roster. But the way the Giants are playing, the Giants are actually leading that division by four games. And the Giants are kind of an odd team because they got some youngsters. Yeah. And then they have some old veterans and that they don't have much in between. So they're either really young players or really old players and they're playing really well. That's the thing is this is why surprisingly this is the, well. This is a good time right now. Like you said, we're we're building up. We're building up. We got we got the finals. We got the Euro Cup. We got we're almost halfway through uh, the majors. So I mean, then it's really going to start heating up. Um, this is a really good time right now. A really good time right now. So change the subject real quick again. Oh, hold on one second. One second. The, do you want to know the Rockies away record? <laughs> it's historically bad right now. I just checked what it, is, and I knew it was really bad. I knew them and the Diamondbacks were like historically bad. So the Rockies are twenty-five and sixteen at home. Okay. Okay. They are six and twenty-eight on the road. <laughs> that's clearly a, that's a, that's that's clearly six a coaching and error. Twenty-eight. No, that's. Cl- that's because they go from uh, no air, so like the ball travels far, oh, to like a bunch this. of air, and they I, can't I, deal I, with I, it. I'm sure that affects you a bit, but when you're getting whooped, when you're that bad on your away games, you you got to look at the coach. You got to look at well, obviously in this sport, you got to look at the manager. You gotta you gotta something's not obviously working. Whatever they're doing is not working. You mean, Rockies. you mean like the Diamondbacks who lost uh what did they lose? They lost like eighteen games in a row, seventeen or eighteen. <laughs> you want to know what team they beat though to snap their losing streak? Was it the Cardinals? 
No, it was the Brewers. <laughs> I think they played. I think they beat us though early in the season, four to zero. Yeah, sure. they did. They did. Yeah. I remember Smacked that. Us. Yeah, <laughs> the Smacked the us. the D backs start, started off pretty hot, but boy, yeah. the D backs they are not a very good team. They've been hurt a lot though. They have they they had a lot of their key players hurt. So, but yeah, yeah, the top three teams in the NL West though that they, they go with the top three teams of any division. I mean, I'm, 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 oh my goodness. I'm just trying to, I, I get it. You know, I, I, I need my Cardinals to turn it around. I need, let me see. They will. The card, the cards will turn it around. So let me see this fourth place. You said, yeah, five and a half back. They're only five and a half back. It's still somewhat early. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. That's right. Fries. Is it? Is it Frizy? Yeah. He says uh, oh. the Rockies have always had a hard time finding good pitching because of the field they play in. Uh, they're in full reload mode. Story will be traded by the deadline. Yeah, they got a couple relievers that'll probably be traded too. But part of the problem with the Rockies is uh, when you're at home. And you expect your pitchers to break a certain way, and they don't because you have no air to circulate around there. So your ball ends up a little bit, you know, everything's a hanger, basically. Everything you throw. So you have to adjust Mm -hmm. so much that um, it's going to be, you know, it's it's very interesting. Very interesting. And, uh, like, you know, they they spent a lot of money on Mike Hampton a long time ago. I know you have no idea who that is. Mike Hampton ended up with like a six ERA at home in Colorado. But a lot of Rockies pitchers, when you look at their ERA at home versus on the road, it's like two full run differentials. Because what would be like, let's Jeez, say it'd be, know, it'd be an out or a double in, um, you know, any other ballpark. Colorado, it's home run. Right. You, you can miss it and that ball's going out. So. There's a couple parks. So Cincinnati's similar. Um, Milwaukee's actually similar. Um, where the ballpark for some the airflow that goes through there, the ball carries a little bit more, and there's just a little yeah. bit more home runs. So, like in Milwaukee or Cincinnati, if you miss your pitches, uh, you might pay up for it a little bit. But yeah, I, uh, so that's a little little key into the Rockies and their pitching woes. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, I didn't. I didn't understand how much the game of baseball is impacted by the altitude. I had obviously understood it when we were, when we were talking live balls and stuff when the ball's that high in the air, but that, they're not impacted that much by that, I guess, when you're catching it. But but I'm assuming, obviously, when you hit the ball, yeah, it can travel. There's not, as much, travel. There's not as much air resistance. Exactly. Because there's travel. not so much air, you know, you throw it and – yeah, Fred's I mean, bringing up a good point here. You know, he's he wants Herman Marquez to go to the Cardinals, which that would be solid. So he's probably gonna get traded. John Gray's probably gonna get traded. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, mean, Arizona. That. Arizona used to have a launching pad, and then they got a humidor. Um, which you know it's similar to a cigar box that they keep mm-hmm. the baseballs in, and that keeps. Uh, that keeps the baseballs actually at somewhat of a keeps them a little. They say it's like a heavier ball. It keeps them heavier. So when they're they hit, it uh, acts more it, like a, it acts more like it would in another stadium. So since since they got a humidor that they store the baseballs in in Arizona, it like dropped the runs by like three runs per game, which is so quite a few. So they're that's the Patriot way, huh? Well, the thing is, it's legal. It's legal in major leagues. So, I uh, I guess I should have understood it. I guess I should have known this because the football is a little slightly affected, especially for our kickers, Matt Prater mm-hmm. tying Jason mm-hmm. Elam's record in Denver, the sixty-three yarder. Yep, would not have made that anywhere else. No. Nope. Um, so, and obviously, the dimensions of a football are, are far greater than you know the size of a baseball. Um, so I, yeah, baseball is should be, yeah, okay. It's probably a significant amount of m- more movement or less movement. Less because less. Movement. What makes yeah. the you know simple physics here? 
I was told yep. there'd be no it's mat. So when you have the air rotating around the ball, that's what makes the ball move to where it is. Right. So the more that the ball is rotating, which is the spin rate, um, that's how much velocity, or not velocity, but how much movement you're going to get on it. So right now, Major League Baseball, in the middle of a season, they decided to do this. It's really controversial, especially when you talk to pitchers. Uh, they're cracking down on foreign substance, substances on um, that pitchers use. So it's well known that pitchers put like pine tar in their hats or yeah, who, in had, their it, who had it on their shoulder? Somebody um, had it on their. Was it was Severino a couple of years ago? It was very obvious. The Brewers had a pitcher, and I can't remember <laughs> who it was. Uh, it wasn't Granky, but it was somebody else. Anyway. So there's rosin behind the mound that you can use, which is like a chalky substance that can help mm. you get your panada. Thank you, Frizy. So it is, yep. Um, <laughs> the most obvious the, thing ever. <laughs> it was, it was, and they didn't do anything about it. But so you have <laughs> rosin back there to help you get a little bit more grip. Um, but pe- the, these pitchers using pine tar, they're getting so much more rotation on their breaking pitches or even their fastballs that they'll tail even more, that it's it's starting to make the game. See, that's part of the reason that it's such a strikeout or home run type of a game right now. So in the middle of the season, they decided that they're going to crack down on it. And now a manager can have a pitcher searched. And I don't know if mm-hmm. you saw this. Uh, three times in four innings, a pitcher got searched. And the last time he took his belt off so that... <laughs> So any unbuttoned his pants so the ums could check to see if he had any foreign substances much, on him. How much cheating is going on but in that sport? It it this is a known thing. It's kind of like you know when steroids were going around. This is a known thing that pitchers have done. Like it's been it's been coached at pretty much every major league team. Um, they actually so it helps you get grip on the ball. So hitters actually don't have the most problem with it because the last thing you want is a pitcher not having a good grip on a ball. True. So it's going to be very it's going to be very interesting the rest of the year to see if how much runs actually go up per game, how much strikeouts might go down from now to the end of the year compared to the the track we were on to the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then um just to see if there's any injuries that come out of it because there was a pitcher who got hurt like the first game that they were cracking down on this, and he blamed it on that, that he couldn't get a good grip on the baseball. So it changed the angle of his throwing motion because he wasn't he didn't have such a good grip. And that's why he said his arm got hurt. So nice. maybe, possibly, it, it could be a little bit of truth to it because if you're used to being able to grip a ball a certain way and your arm is over the top, and now you can't grip the ball that way, so you go more three-quarters because – if you have more of a three quarters or a sidearm, your arm hurts more. Your arm, you're you are more prone to get hurt with that arm slot than you do well, coming over sense. the top. Right, that makes sense. I mean, I think that's still a reach though on that pitcher, but <laughs> I mean, but I think once that stuff starts, obviously you said that stuff's been going on forever. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I mean, mean this could, this probably honestly goes all the way baseball. back to like the eighties, but it. It, the thing was, people used to be a little bit more conspicuous about it. Like Major League, uh, the movie Major League made a joke about it. Like Vaseline, I got Vaseline, I got Tabasco for my nose, you know, to get some snot on it. You know, he's got all these substances, he like Crisco, like all over him that he rubs on to get a little bit more uh, grip. But yeah, yeah. so. And I agree with you, Frizy, that uh, eventually, eventually, baseball is going to go back more to contact hitters. You're going to see more. The average is going to start to creep up. You're going to have less strikeouts. Um, runs might get a little bit more, but you might have longer games, which I don't know if baseball wants that. But it's going to take. I think it's going to take more than five to ten years because you've been training the players that are there now. This has been a transition like 25 years in the making. So it might be more like 15 years before we're back to that level. But so, so that's the controversy that's going on in baseball right now. I was reading some of the reading those texts in there in our chat. Um, 
Uh, it's going to be interesting. I tell you that. I mean, hopefully that we can we can we can start to close that gap. We we got to start closing that gap. But again, we're about to hit midway here in a month, um, less than. And then I hope we really start getting them bats hitting. Really start getting after it. Well, here's the thing: the Brewers are in first place, and they only have one hitter hitting above 300. They ain't even hitting the ball great. The Yelich or no? No, it ain't. Yelich ain't even close to 300. Yelich hasn't even picked it up yet. Oh, so if he starts, if he starts, if he starts mashing, and you get maybe one more, one other hitter who starts picking it up. You know, Willie Adamas, his batting average is a little um he's the shortstop they traded for. His batting average is a little bit of a mirage because he's been hitting three hundred since he joined the Brewers, but he was hitting like two ten with the Rays. So his batting average is still like two twenty eight. So um it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And Lion brings up reopening day tomorrow. So tomorrow Miller Park's full capacity. They're pumping it up pretty hard, trying to get a full crowd, so it's going to be – baseball is back, baby. This is what I was missing that? last year. What time's that game at? Tomorrow. I'll look it up because I don't know for sure. What – uh? so the Bucks play tomorrow. You watching that game? Lions says uh, the game's Rockies, at 3. He's 310. Ooh. Against it's one of the worst throat teams in Major gonna, League history. <laughs> easily. It's going to be a busy – it's going to be busy in Milwaukee. Man. Uh, are you are you, are you you watching the game tomorrow for the Bucks? I am. I am watching the game tomorrow. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be – I'm, gonna, I'm going to go to the game. I'm Wait, be there. you're going to the game? Going to the game. I will be there. Like in be person? Front – Center, no, I'm I don't know where I'm going to be, but yes, I will be there, um, and I will be able to have some great content for us next Thursday because I'm going to watch every. I was going to say every snap. Listen, <laughs> be able to watch every single minute of this game. Um, got to see it, man. I got to see it. I got. I got to see Giannis live. Never saw him live, so that's going to be awesome. Um, got to see what this team's this team's going to do. Uh, if the Bucks fall behind two. I don't want to say I'd And then going on the road. The thing is, this isn't like Brooklyn where it was they <laughs> fell behind two, but they're coming home. They're If they fall behind two and they go on the road. And they go on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So I bro, wouldn't say I'd be nervous, but. I would be. Whew. You don't want to. You want to. You want to. You want to. You want to puncture that armor, you know, this, this game and then go to Atlanta. You know, and probably possibly go up two one. You don't want to go into Atlanta zero two. You know, down two. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. So it's going to be exciting, man. I'm looking forward to it. That's for sure. You gonna you gonna try to watch some of that Euro Cup this weekend, or you just Let's gear go. up for some basketball? Uh I'm gonna watch the Euro Cup. So Euro Cup, France plays on the 28th, which tomorrow's the 25th. So 26, 27. That's Monday, correct? If my if I'm, if I'm right. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm going to try, though. I'm, gonna, I'm most definitely going to try. Now that we're obviously down to winding down, um, I wouldn't necessarily say winding down in baseball, but I just really want to watch these bucks. But after that, I should have some time to catch. Um, catch well, come July, it's like a totally different season with baseball because they yeah. have so much, so many games under their belt that you start to see the real teams. So these teams that started hot, like I would not be surprised if you see the Giants start to fade a little bit. We, just because. <laughs> Why aren't we? Well, I thought we were just talking about basketball. Oh, we, I thought you were talking about how uh, July, like baseball, you're just totally in. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> go with what you no, were talking about, about no, basketball. I was, yeah, I was just saying that now that, Obviously, once the Bucks play tomorrow, once that's over with, I don't. I'll, I'll, I'll catch the Suns Clippers game, but I'm I'm gonna really get into some Euro Cup this weekend. But but you're still right though. I guess we got the Brewers still too tomorrow. We got baseball this weekend as well. Um, 
I'll see what those. I don't care to watch the. You can. I'll tune in, but the Brewers versus the Rockies. That's that's pretty boring. <laughs> could be. It could be boring. Uh, the Rockies have actually been kind of fun a little bit because they got a couple young players that are balling what are you out. About the so, what's that? What were you saying about the Giants? I could see them fade come you know end of Feb of July where they you know they got really hot for a while and all of a sudden. Yeah. You know they they start to play some five hundred below five hundred baseball and they start to start to lose ground, but they don't look like mm-hmm. it right now. Yeah, the game of baseball is an interesting sport. A lot of games, but again, you start to get into that second half, it it starts to really get exciting, and then obviously it just keeps escalating, escalating as you get closer and closer to the playoffs. And then once you're in the playoffs, the sport, in my opinion, is 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 extremely fun to watch in the playoffs. Um, sometimes I don't, even, I don't even right. I don't even care who's playing. I just like watching hits. I like watching steals. I like watching the aggressiveness. I like watching the sort of passion the winner go home. You know what I mean? Uh, not the casual play. So I, I, I like agree it. with that. I agree. Um, got no, so put this no argument from me. So I was at the Timber Rattlers game. Um, what's the no? Was it the Timber Rattlers or the Dox Fighters? Yeah, excuse me. Yep. Uh, let me. Let me. Um, yeah, my apologies. Dox Fighters game the other day, and I was uh, behind home plate and uh, checking out some of those pitches, trying to you know watch them live. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And they had a clock behind them, way way back fence, of course. Yeah, I saw a couple eighty nines. Saw a couple ninety twos. Yeah, that ball's moving now. That ball's moving. You don't have a lot of time. <laughs> that's not that's not even minor league baseball. Exactly. Then that's that's what I was telling. I was with a couple of friends too, and I was like, "Yeah, and that's not even that that's ball's the, not moving a whole lot." There's only yeah. like two or three pitches I saw. <laughs> that's it. I didn't so, see any of those nest throws. When you when you see you know even like uh, single A or double double A pitchers like. You know, when we went to the T Rats, that's that's single A. So that's professional. That's actual professionals. Whereas Doc Spiders, that's like a college summer uh league. Gotcha. Usually most of those are college players. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I could I could tell because the, the you know, the ball was moving as in speed wise, but there wasn't that much actual movement on the ball if that made any sense. Yep. It was about you know, you only saw about two or three pitches. That's it. The same, just the rotation of that. You didn't see, you didn't see any slurves, right? You didn't see any. What's another? What's another good? A one? slider or a curve? I think I may have saw a slider. I think I may have seen a slider. I'm not sure though. If it's like if it's just like it is in the show, then then I don't think I did see it actually. Um, oh, I just jumped around there, but but trying to think back. But but long story short, it's it's hard yeah. to tell the difference between a slider and a curve in real times. Okay, it's, okay, yeah, they look very they look very similar. So, uh, Fryzy, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll uh, tweet that out again. I gotta gotta get those wolves to win that helmet challenge. Gotta get it. Uh, one of my bucket lists is to watch a baseball game at every stadium in the majors. <sighs> That'd be pretty sweet. Well, what what are you going to be doing? You you gonna be playing any video games this weekend? Yeah, man. So I love playing the show. I obviously still play Knockout City, um, FIFA. Uh, what you're going to be playing this weekend, though? Right, right. I don't know. What are you going to be playing? I, I don't. I don't really know yet. I. I. I I'm, I'm probably going to be playing Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. Yeah. Probably playing that a little bit, and then. Um, I don't, I don't know. know. I'd like to get back to Knockout City. I haven't played that in three weeks. It was the last time we yeah. played. It's been a minute. It's, I haven't uh, played. I've been wanting to play, but I've just been so busy. I haven't been able to. I haven't been able to find any time. I know what I'm doing this weekend. Justice League. Oh, you're going to – Yogurt talked you into it, huh? You're going to watch the Snyder Cut. Oh, I got to do it, man. I got to do it, but gosh. 
you're talking four hours. Let's but again, it. but but if it's that good as people said, you, you, you're gonna want it. You're gonna want more once it's over. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I can sit through four. I want to. I want to watch it. I I do want to take time and watch it eventually, right. but I don't. I don't know if it's gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, dude. Um, other than that, man, we got, we got some, we got, we covered some good stuff and we got some more stuff to come, uh, with sports. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can catch as many Euro cup games as possible this weekend. Uh, I'm going to actually pull the schedule up, the entire schedule and, and see, cause my team doesn't play till Monday, but when does Italy play? I don't know. I can look that up. So, um, let's see here. You're going to the Bucks game. Yeah. You got a book that's out. Nowhere to run. Check it out, montyball.com. Uh, just said it that way because it's phonetic. Um, you, guys play on the, you guys play Saturday. Most definitely catching your guys' game. Your guys' game is Saturday at 2 p.m. against Austria. I'm sorry, who are you guys playing? You don't know who Austria is? I mean, I know who. I, I know where Austria is at, but I'm saying you guys play Wales, Austria, Turkey. Austria is a good oh, soccer you guys, team. You guys, beat, you guys beat Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland, not that good. They're 3-0. And you guys only got Wales because they had a red card. Oh, that's the only reason? Oh, that's, that's, that's At the end of the match, they got a red card. <laughs> that's the only reason that Italy won. No, it was not at the end of the match. It was in the 55th minute, by the way. Okay. That is... Very yeah. crucial moment. Was it though? Minute. That was after they were yeah. down two goals. No, no, you guys only won one to zero. That red card was crucial. Mm-hmm. You guys won one to zero, and the other two had a red card in the fifty. How many games minutes? have France won in this tournament? Let me see. I'm gonna get back on my team. I just been really into NBA, France, Euro. Let's see this boy. Let's see. All right, my team, my French men. They haven't even have they won one game? I don't think they have. They tied every game. Yeah, they have. Stop it! Stop it! I think they tied every game. <laughs> I'm trying to see, but this is let's let me go to just standings. Okay, you guys. <laughs> what did what did what France do here? Come on, you got crushing folks. Jeez. All right, you guys are first, obviously, in in Group A. You guys are first. France is first in Group F. We are 1-0 with two draws. (laughs) Those draws are going to kill us. Well, it doesn't matter now. It's knockout rounds, so you just got to win. Win in advance. Oh, yep, it says it right there, too. That's right, that's right. Yep. They say down there too. Qualification so, next round. Well, okay, 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 okay. Let's go. Well, let's go. This is going to get exciting. Look for some more Euro Cup crying next week. Talk about the Bucks next week. Uh, we'll see how they're doing. Critique. Hopefully, they're still playing. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll do some baseball talk. And uh, we'll go from there. Catch us on Sunday for our sobriety podcast. Um, same spot. Yep. Where can they find you, Mons? Yeah, you guys can find me at MonteBall28 on Twitter. Um, Instagram, MonteBall. My website, MonteBall.com. Our untapped keg pages as well. On social media, please send us a message. Uh, topics, what have you. If you want to even come on the show, Friday, if you're looking to hop on. Just let us know. Um, anybody who has a better take in baseball than I do, please fill my spot. Um, but but uh, this is exciting. RJ, where can they find you? You can find me at our untapped keg pages. That's the best way. Just look up <laughs> untapped keg, uh, hit us up, and yeah, that, that's I, I honestly have not been doing anything on personal social media accounts in a long time. So we'll just do some untapped keg, and nice. uh, we'll make it nice and easy. Indeed. Everybody, have a good night. Good luck to the Bucks tomorrow. Big game. Big game, baby. Bucks Enjoy the Bucks. game. Uh, go to monteball.com. Check out the book, Nowhere to Run. And uh, we'll catch you 
on Sunday. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.